0: ready, Jim?
1: I'm ready. Wow. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. I'm a... Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, wintergrind, yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, on the G.E. of the lamb. Well, this is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle.
2: Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? The Catch Fan, what is going on, 420 Fantasy Hustler Nation? You guys already know what time it is, baby. It's another live 2022 Fantasy Football Mock Draft with both of our wonderful subscriber bases kicking off a collab tonight with the 420 Fantasy Hustler. What's going on, my dude? man i'm doing good this is
0: a long time coming pretty dope because uh a lot of uh our fo- i mean a lot of guys who follow both of our streams so it's real dope i mean a lot of familiar faces and uh we're we got both streams running so we're live on my channel we're live on the catch fantasy football so be a real one and have both streams up at the same time just so you can show both of us some love and uh man 16 teamer not Ooh. for the
2: faint at heart 100 yeah so i've got a. Uh... Nancy Hustler's channel linked down below, so make sure you guys get both streams pulled up. And yeah, sixteen teams to be crazy yeah. tonight. And there's you know, so guys. many
0: people, there's so many people that we got to shout out because the chat has been like extra oh, yeah. lit. I was about you to know, say the during, chat's been
2: going crazy
0: during the countdown. So um, even if we don't shout out everyone individually, like uh, you already know, we got love for you guys. And uh, man, we're getting ready to smoke it up real heavy in this draft though. Sixteen
2: Woo. teams. Woo. All right, so I got to randomize the order here. Let me do that real quick for you guys. We'll probably give this what five minutes or so. Yeah, make sure we get all the green dots.
0: Hey, green see, green look dots.
2: at that. I told you
0: I picked the one four, you randomize it, kept me at the one four. <laughs> it's happened to me all the
2: time. Oh, yeah. We've so we've got, oh my gosh, so many people in the yeah, house what tonight.
0: A everybody, everybody. I've never, uh,
2: I've never seen your intro, so I was getting, like, so hype on that. (laughs) Especially when, uh, like, Rick Ross came in. Yeah. So many good songs in there. But, yeah, I was – I had never seen that before, so that was awesome. The five-minute countdown is brand new. Um,
0: We had a 30-second countdown, you know, before we get into it. But I just feel like there's always people coming in, like, five minutes after we start, ten minutes after we start. So I just feel like the five-minute countdown, real good, you know. Um, like someone was saying, really feeling the vibe, you know, just build the vibe, let everyone show up, you know, and then when we actually start, we already got a bunch of people in the building ready to go.
2: Definitely a good way to do it. Uh, I, I i think I need to make my own intro after watching
1: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I mean, uh, video editing that's kind of how
0: I like broke into all this. I mean, I learned, um, uh, went went and took a college class on uh, on Premiere Pro and just learning all that. And I'll tell you it was like the coolest thing ever, like putting that intro together and mixing in the songs. And then like it's still been going strong for three years. I yeah. keep asking people if I should change it and they're like, don't fucking
2: do it. Just leave it how it is. <laughs> Gotta keep it OG. Yeah. yeah we so got- all those
0: clips are from 2020. So they're all always- oh, yeah, yeah, I kind
2: of I- noticed that, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, J-Dubs in the house, Derek, Ronald, Slade, Albert, Spencer, Chase, B.O.P. This is just on my end. Emil, I'm so excited. So excited to see so many guys out here tonight. So hyped. Uh, and got- uh,
0: shout out to Derek, said salute. I just subbed over here too, so hopped over uh, to the 420 Fantasy Hustler channel and subbed up, appreciate you. Oh, and TJ in the building all the way uh, on Facebook. What up, dude? What's up, TJ? Oh, and Mike is double checking. He said, Are we supposed to have a kicker in a defense? Uh
1: oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
0: It is in there. Yeah. And Ron, and Ron asked, What's the format? It looks like a single QB, right? One, wanted
1: to a shout out? QB, the
2: uh full PPR. So just kind of a deep draft tonight, just to have some uh some fun fantasy conversation and kind of see what what happens here i mean we've got uh 16 rounds i think no 15 rounds so yeah single quarterback two running backs two receivers tight end two flexes a couple bench spots kicker defense i don't know should be fun
0: yeah and shout out to spencer he said john when are you getting monetized so i can sub and you said you already applied right
2: i did i did i did yeah
0: it should come, I mean, within 30 days or less. I, I feel like it took like two or three weeks when I applied. And I don't know if the time of year makes a difference on
2: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I definitely, I've been checking the email like crazy. So <laughs> they sent me like a uh, shout out to YouTube. They sent me like, a, I don't know. It was like the the way that the, uh, uh, the email started was like congratulating me on a hundred or a thousand subs. And I thought it was going to be like the email and everything. And then it was just like a GIF of uh, like a, a ticker moving up to 1,000. Then like little celebration emojis. And I was really yeah. bummed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was going to be that you just got monetized. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty standard, especially with like a sports channel, you know. And I mean, even mine, my sports channel was me smoking weed all the time, you know. So I was kind of <laughs> nervous about if <laughs> the monetization was going to come in quick. and. Sure. It did after it hit that. So yeah, I That's bet Spencer help. will be your first uh first member who ends up joining. So if you don't know how to set all that shit up, once uh because YouTube isn't really clear about how to set things up, but sure, sure. If you need any help with that, just let me know.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. Spencer's one of the OGs. All right, so yeah. I've seen everyone in here with at least a green dot or in the chat, other than our boy Cowboys 4260. All right, hold on one sec, because I know that he's someone
0: who's in the best ball tourney. Word. Let's see. All right, that's Joey. Let me put a message into our big uh, group chat for the tourney. And uh, if he messages back, then we know he's good. If not, we'll just uh, we'll remove him, and I'm sure we can get someone to fill that spot. For sure.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to get uh I don't know. Mr. Grapefruit. Mr. Grapefruit in the house. What's good? Won a uh won a t-shirt on my 1K uh subscriber giveaway stream. So nice. shout out to Mr. Grapefruit. I I'm excited just to get like your uh feedback and just kind of bounce, I don't know, you know, fantasy ideas off each other and everything, man. And just I, I have a feeling we might draft a little bit different. So I think that'll be good.
0: Yeah. And I mean, where are you? I mean, I'm uh, the four spot. Where are yeah, you I'm at? Man,
2: I mean? man, I got 15. It's okay. Well, I
0: mean, I'm sure we're going to be drafting real different on opposite ends yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Uh, 16 teamer. So I'm I'm pumped for that. Smokey okay. Uh, so Joey said he's in. So okay, cool. I think we're good then. Yeah. Right, I- Cat Cat said my two favorite channels. I like it. Drop Let's the like on both. Appreciate you. All right.
2: Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and kick this off. Uh, so J Dub's, you got one point one. Make sure you're good to go. My rolled one seventeen at one point two. Andrew at one point three. I know Hus is good to go at one point four. There's your warning. We're kicking off another live 2022 fantasy football mock draft. And wow, pick one is already in. Oh, forgot. CMC
0: the volume.
2: Yeah, I turned it no, off. All right, at the one one. JT gone. You never so know
0: how it's gonna shape out. I mean, I, I'm I'm taking JT if I'm at the one one, but I don't know. It's all subjective with the top I'm couple sorry. guys. I mean, the we've seen CMC be that guy, and you're only healthy until you aren't, but or unhealthy until you aren't.
2: That was my that was gonna be my question is are you a CMC believer or not? Or maybe a CMC warrior is a better uh a better question. So I, I have him as
0: my uh fifth ranked okay. um running back, so I'm not uh, I'm not crazy high on him um, compared to some, but I'm not as low as uh, some of the others. I actually have Najee as my uh, number two RB overall. So um, I like that. I'd be stoked if I can get him at number four for sure in a single QB.
2: Yeah, I've got CMC a little bit further back as well, um, but I also drafted him last season. I had him at one point one. Uh, so I feel like I'm a little biased, but I mean, he's just climbed up in ADP like so quickly all off season. Yeah. He's the man. I'm just not there. I'm not there. <laughs> and
0: uh, Chase said, I like a minute better than 30 seconds. Well, you already know, man, we got to keep it a little extra hardcore because a lot of drafts, you do get one minute, not two minutes. So it's like that 30 seconds, it really forces you to be real quick. And then it's like, if you guys ever played baseball, you know, it's like when you're in the batter's box and you, you know, you got two or three bats that you're swinging and uh, just makes that one single bat so much lighter feels a lot easier. So that's really what it is. It's
2: the 30 second
0: muscle memory. So when you're doing 60 seconds, it's like easy.
2: That's a perfect way of putting it. We've been doing a ton of 30 second mocks lately over at uh, the channel and it's uh it's definitely it's a different world, for sure. You got to be on your shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Emil said prayers up
0: for John Mechie. Man, that is a, uh, um, leukemia. I don't know if he was de- if he's ever dealt with this like earlier in his life or anything, but yeah, that's a uh, that's sad. Getting into the NFL and now he's got to take at least a year off, and hopefully uh, everything goes good and he can recover.
2: Yeah, I saw that earlier. It's I was actually really looking forward to watching him play this year as well. He's kind of been one of those sleeper picks, at least in like an underdog drafts and things that I've taken some shots at. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, thoughts and prayers his way, no doubt. But um, I think it, I think it helps Brandon Cooks if we're talking pure fantasy.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's see. Ooh, yeah, I especially I- here. Like I mean, running oh, yeah. backs. I mean, there's a bunch that are gone. So yeah, curious to see where you go with these uh, oh, first two picks.
2: I think I want to go running back. I'm going to go with Chubb. I'll go with Chubb.
0: <laughs> and Slade said, hate the 14 spot. I mean, I'd feel real good about getting Kelsey at the 14 spot.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's definitely, we've had a lot of, so that that's another interesting name, right? Like last season, I mean, there are certain drafts out there where Kelsey went top five. And it really, right. like, in the off season, it came out of nowhere where, like, you know, he was, like, close to the beginning of the second round, kind of like where he is right now. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, I mean, I remember ESPN had him, like, ranked, I think, fifth in their ADP. Okay. And just all over the place, he started getting taken in, like, the top eight yeah and i mean really it was like the more mock drafts that
0: happened it was like people kept seeing him go earlier and earlier and earlier and then when it came to like real drafts it was like people in the sixth spot like fuck he might not make it to my second round i gotta take him now or i can't do it at all and i think that just happened a lot
2: yeah and even in my personal league that's exactly what happened uh he ended up going fifth overall Mm -hmm. and i don't know i'm just kind of wondering like throughout this offseason if we're going to see that happen again
0: it it goes pretty early but yeah i mean a lot of it like
2: we're going to see it
0: in the preseason when some of these running backs start getting hurt and then it's going to be like fuck like do i want to get a running back early like they all get hurt like i could take kelsey super super safe i could take cup or jefferson or chase you know super safe in the grand scheme of things especially when you get past the first i don't know five or six rbs like then like People already feel like you're in dart throw territory at that point. It's kind of sure. crazy.
2: So do you think uh, in terms of Kelsey, do you think he has a better season without Hill? Or do you think with Hill gone, defenses are going to be able to apply more pressure to Kelsey? I it's like For me, I don't think it matters. I think the targets right. are there. And uh, between him and Mahomes' chemistry, I think he's, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, makes no difference because, uh, I mean, yeah, Tyreek got the most targets like on the team last year, but, I mean, the the routes that Kelsey runs and how some – I mean, if he's blocking, you know, and just like chips the player off of him and then he's like, you know, out in the flats or something and wide open, you know, he just really can't guard those kind of things. So, sure. yeah, all, all it does is just take Kelsey's um, targets and, and take them to the moon now. He had 140-something yeah, last year,
2: probably get back to like the 180 range. There's a point earlier in the offseason where I was higher on Andrews. And then I think after the trade, I kind of switched back having the Kelsey as my tight end one. Okay. Um, And tonight's draft, we've got Kelsey gone first, then Pitts gone at 2.5. Andrews gone at 2.6. So Pitts, the second tight end gone tonight.
0: Yeah. And really, the, those top three guys, I feel like it's just real subjective because I've seen Pitts go number one. I've seen Andrews go number one. I see Kelsey go sure. number one the most out of everybody. But I, I, I really can't hate on someone saying that uh, Pitts could have the best season out of everyone. I'm Sorry. not going to agree with it, but um, I'll be on the Kelsey side of things. But oh, yeah, I am. It could happen. Sure. And uh, Alex Flores said, "Would you take Diggs over Debo or Mixon?" I'd probably take Mixon over Diggs, but I'm definitely taking Diggs over Debo.
2: I actually 100 agree. I mean, I've been super high on Mixon. I don't know where you stand with him, but um, really, since like I did my first mock draft like a few days after the Super Bowl ended, and I've been I've been on Mixon all offseason. I mean, I think. We saw everything that we wanted to see as well. Like the offensive line has improved. Uh Burroughs obviously healthy, right? Receiving core is crazy. They they lose Uzama, but I think Hayden Hurst is going to be able to fill that role just fine. So mm-hmm. I already felt really good about Mixon, who I, I really think had an underrated season last year. Um, but uh Nixon's just one of those players. I mean, you know, uh Everyone over on my channel will tell you that I've been just crazy about all off season. I mean, it was RB four last season and PPR, so I feel like not not enough people have been talking about that in the off season.
0: Yeah, I have him as, and actually, I guess I was wrong. I have CMC at four, and then I have Henry at five, and then I'm mixing at six, and then yeah, I like seven, that. Aaron Jones at eight. I like that. And uh, Titans in the building. What up, bro? And
2: Anthony in the building. What up? So what up? Catch fam
0: and 420 crew.
2: What's up, Anthony? What's up, everybody? Yeah, so uh, Catch Fam definitely prefers to go running back early and running back heavy. So I'm interested to see how this turns out in a in a 16 man draft. So in this situation,
0: I went running back, running back, just because I felt that I could get one of the wide receivers that I wanted with this pick, and I was able to. I was able to get T. Higgins, nice. and I don't know if James Conner or Josh Jacobs or Mon- I don't know, I didn't know if any of those guys were going to fall to the next pick. So that's sure. why I went back to back running backs.
2: Now I like this start for you. I mean, I've been Conner's been another guy that I've been that I love. I mean, especially as like an RB two, RB three on a roster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I just. Another guy who I don't really understand why he's been pushed back in ADP. I, I mean, I get it. Like it's injury, right? At the end of the day, that's. You I mean, know. compared to last year, it's way up though. Sure, sure. Uh, last
0: year, everybody. I mean, he was like left for dead. However, sure. I thought he wasn't going to do shit in Arizona.
2: Yeah, with Edmonds there as well. But I love. I mean, I'm all for James Connor. Uh, yeah. I mean, RB five. It's it's similar to uh, Mixon. You know, there's not a lot of people looking at what he did last season, but. Mm-hmm. I, I that's part of my drafting approach, right, is looking at previous year statistics, which I know not everyone does. Right. Um, like another guy, Zeke, right? I mean, Zeke, I don't know how you feel about him either, but I, I just I don't understand why he, he's been pushed back so far in ADP as well. I really feel like it just looks like he doesn't have the juice anymore. Yeah. And
1: then
0: I mean their their offensive line, I mean it's just really a shell of what it like used to be. Like, you know, when you talk about his first 2 years, I think yeah. that, that that's really it. And he hasn't had a lot of like breakaway runs, you know, that we can really remember like anytime recently. That's probably what it is. I mean, I have him ranked pretty low. Um, let me see. What do I actually have him ranked? I know I have him low as so. hell. Uh, running back 22. Okay. At, which you probably will outperform, you know that sure. ADP, but it's going to be like last year, where it's going to be a bunch of injuries that really help him get up there, because it's not like he had an amazing season or anything.
2: Yeah, I just, uh, I mean, I get it, right? And Pollard's there. Pollard looks great when he's on the field, so like, I, I get it.
1: But where I do know. you have
0: him? Where do you have him ranked, just for context? Or have you worked on your rankings? I have. Let me pull him up real quick. I don't remember where I put him. Cause I don't always draft based on my rankings, but my rankings okay. is just like
2: my feelings about everyone at the time. No, I get that. Where did I put him? I think I made a point to put him like a little bit uh a little bit higher up too. <laughs> well, you gotta kind of do that, right? Like, I mean, right. if you're taking
0: the stand on a guy, sure.
2: Let's see. I mean, I put him 15, so seven spots lower. I mean, I've got him uh, right in between Saquon and Monty. Saquon's another interesting name. I've Saquon at eleven, and then I'm
0: Monty at seventeen.
2: Man, I was such a Mo- Montgomery Truther as well. Like last <laughs> like Brad season. Evans level of Montgomery Truther. <laughs> that that was my guy. Uh, him and James Robinson last season. Like going into the year. Uh, and they kind of worked out when they're healthy, but that's the key thing. Yeah. Monty's just
0: been someone who always stays healthy at the end of the season. And oh, yeah, leaves a good taste in your mouth at the end. But the, the entire the entirety of the season isn't the best.
2: Man, running back is drying up quickly in this draft. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about uh how do you feel about Antonio Gibson? I'm kind of off that train. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, it, it has to be him falling to me at, like, extreme value because uh, – well, I mean, I guess I have him ranked one spot higher than Zeke. <laughs> but it seems like it seems like I have him ranked um, so low compared to where he was last year for me. I had him, like, top 12, like right at the end of the 12th.
2: Yeah. See, like, he's sitting here at 3.15 and looking at running backs, I'm like – Yeah, let me see how many running backs actually went off the board. It's pretty dry.
0: Yeah, 28 RBs off the board so far. So, even taking them well lower than
2: my RB21. I'm going to go Gibson here. I just, it's ugly out here, man. It really is. I mean, Hunt just went and CH went. So, um I, I know you've been uh, tapping
0: in on some of the streams. I don't know if you've heard us talking about our 32 team league that we're about to embark on. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, just doing mocks like this, I get me so scared for that league because there's no player copies or anything like that. It's like literally 32 teams. And it's not the ones where you pick like everyone from the same team. It's uh, we start five offensive guys, four defensive guys. And I'm curious to see what kind of like lineups people are able to put together
2: sure sure yeah i need to get into some idp leagues man
0: it's the way I it's good go. Go, it's gonna be the future like i mean it might yeah. not be right now might not be next year a couple years from now people are going to get bored and they're going to look for new things and that's going to be one of those things yeah i, I
2: do want to get into it um I, I mean i haven't done one i've done one before but it's been like since middle school it's been a really long time but
0: Long as you do it on sleeper, <laughs> you'll be yeah. good. Uh, they adopted the IDP 123 scoring, okay, <laughs> and um, that's the one that I've been using like forever. Well, a ve- very similar to the one that I created for my league, just a couple minor tweaks, but uh, I just got on board with that so I could push that train also. And I got on board before sleeper got on board with it, so I felt good about it,
2: yeah, for sure. Uh, David tuned in and said Gibson is ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Crispy, he's uh, he's
0: a Cowboys fan. So uh, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> what's up, David? <laughs> he's always going to talk mad shit about, uh, um, about what's his name, fucking Gibson.
2: <laughs> All right, man, into the fourth. So, gosh.
0: It's crazy because the wide receivers are going at a very similar, like, pace i feel like i mean yeah maybe these are like fifth round guys like deontay johnson michael Pittman, dk but well maybe not now because now we got brandon cooks and Cortland
2: sutton going in the fourth round so now it's getting crazy yeah i mean running back absolutely decimated i mean we've still got some good names out there but we've already had 31 running backs go because you took gibson at rb 29 so I feel like by like the time I draft again, running back is just gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I'm gonna hold off. I mean, I almost went Herbert, just because of the. I don't know. There comes a point with me and Herbert where I'm like, I just want him on my team. Right. If he had fell to four point two, obviously went at four point one, I would have definitely considered him. Um, it really for me, it's the fourth round. Like regardless of size. Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a 12-man, 16-man, 8-man, whatever, (laughs) if Herbert's sitting there, I just think he could end up being quarterback one going into this or at the end of the season. So for sure,
0: it really depends on the scoring.
2: If it's just like the default, like
0: scoring, a lot of times I'm just holding on the QB, like as great as Herbert is. I mean, Brady threw for more yards than Herbert did last year. He threw for more touchdowns, threw more attempts, you know. um, Sure, sure. That's just what's crazy, you know. And Herbert's gone as like a number three. Brady's gone as like number ten, eleven, twelve. So, yeah. If it's if it's different with key, I like QB premium scoring, where um, where it's like fifteen yards per point versus uh, twenty five yards per point. So just way more points being scored on a on a game to game basis.
2: Yeah, I I kind of feel the same way. I I mean, generally, I'm not drafting the quarterback till mid or late rounds um last season was the first year where i took a quarterback early on uh i took lamar so that was like the third or fourth round and i mean it's not that lamar had a bad season from a fantasy perspective he he just got hurt Um, yeah ended up costing me the playoffs essentially so now I'm like completely against, like, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. So. <laughs> and it's a good, it's a great point. Cause I mean, Brady didn't go that much later than Lamar last season, but he definitely went a couple rounds later. And they For look sure. at guys like Stafford last season who everyone passed on and had a great season from a fantasy perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, Prescott's another one like this year who really, I mean, was top eight last season. You know, I mean, obviously he loses Cooper and everything, but.
0: Is uh, is Ramon the guy who's drafting uh, number one overall? And he said shout out to the guy drafting number one overall. Way to stay disciplined and uh and draft three running backs to start.
2: That was uh
0: that's uh J Dubs. That's Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> well, Jonathan's getting some shout outs on his squad. Uh,
2: I mean, J Dubs knows how to draft, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Akers looking at uh, J-Dub's team? I mean, where he's
0: going, I'm not mad at it. Um, I mean, someone who I don't really want to bank on. I mean, I feel like the talent's there, but a little bit up and down, and he's kind of always been getting hurt. So that, yeah, yeah, especially like, I mean, just going back to college, the way that he just got beat up all the time because of that shit line, you know, that they had. He's got a a lot of wear and tear on his body.
2: Yeah, I'm not – I'm not really on the acres train. And like, I had him as a waiver pickup, like that year that he went off and everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it was like what, two or three games, uh, right, right around playoff time.
0: Yeah. And he was hurt that year. And that's why everybody like dropped him that at rate. that point. That's why he was even able to be got off a of
2: waivers. Cause he got hurt. I mean, he was going like he was going in the first round in mocks last uh, preseason before he got mm-hmm. hurt and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then even like when you look at his play, when he did play this past season, it wasn't that great. Like, I mean, he had right. some explosiveness and everything, which is impressive, uh, do, you know, looking at the injury. But especially like in the Super Bowl, I mean, it was really Daryl Henderson who right. McVay was relying on. I like Henderson at his value. I mean, he's going to end the drafts. And uh, I mean, I just feel like Cam Aker or not Cam <laughs> uh Sean McVay excuse me is like secretly similar to Kyle Shanahan in the fact that he likes to utilize multiple running backs throughout the season. Yeah. It's really when he, when you look at it last season he had uh Henderson, then michelle then like kind of Acres, but then kind of a blend of all those guys. So Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's I mean it's kind of like uh I mean it's not a Shanahan system, you know, but Real similar to where he's always utilized in a bunch of backs. I right. mean, Todd Gurley, I guess, was – he was just really different. Like oh, There's sure. just a different level of uh, talent in Todd Gurley compared to – I mean, even Cam Akers.
2: Sure. Man, I can't – I can't believe Todd Gurley's, like, downfall.
0: <laughs> Those knees, man. Like I know. And just getting overused his entire life. Sure. I mean, you know, if you're that good in the NFL, like I can just imagine how good he was in high school and peewee. And like, you know, I'm sure he's just been dominating people his entire life on the field. Sure. He's dope. Yeah. He's cool. And in, um, in person, uh, I met yeah. him when I went to the draft. Uh, he oh, was no one kidding. Yeah. He was one of the people who, uh, they had all these different booths and um, different mm-hmm. vendors and they all had, um, you know, um, just, either current nfl athletes or um you know ex nfl athletes todd Gurley was one of the ones there and uh, i was wearing my 420 crew shirt and he gave me a shout out he was like hey dope dope shirt bro i like it
2: nice nice so yeah he's a, he's a fan of the 420. so you uh that was this lap this past year's draft yep mm-hmm. nice, nice.
0: vegas draft yeah so i can i moved here uh, officially at the beginning of april and then it was like at the end of the month was uh, the draft
2: so I I told um, the night of the draft, uh, my co-host and I did a, a live stream and everything, just reacting to the draft basically. And I told uh, the subscriber base when we hit 100k that I'm throwing a Vegas party. Hell yeah. So, I guess I will have to make sure uh, that you're there. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. And I'll be throwing Vegas parties uh, real soon. I mean, we're doing a live Vegas draft this year and it's just going to be one league, but this is going to be a yearly thing that I turn into just like a dope event where we're just going to have a shit ton of live uh, drafts, dope venues, you know, just all kinds of things, but like just one of the dopest draft vibes that you can be a part of. So 2023 is going to be a lot bigger than 2022, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have at least uh, uh, at least 12 savages in this league. We're about half full so far. $200 buy-in. And uh, yeah, live Vegas draft.
2: Let's go. Yeah, man, I haven't done a live draft in like a really long time. And I, I miss that, dude. Because
0: it's, so it's fun. Different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and uh, we would, I mean, I tried to keep the live drafts going as long as possible, but there has, I mean, and before COVID, like, I mean, 2019, I mean, that was the last year that I did a live draft, but still there was only about half the guys there who were like in the actual league. So kind of just like defeats the purpose of the live draft. Like,
2: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> has people show there. up. Yeah. I mean, that's almost like equivalent to just have people don't show up to an online draft. Right. <laughs> just have Auto draft or artifacts going.
0: Yeah. And especially, yeah. And that's one of the things that I fucking hate. And uh, yeah, that was another one of those where someone, yeah, literally didn't show up for the draft, had no way of getting a hold of this person. And uh, because they'd been in the league for a handful of years, we just let him stay in. And then he auto drafted. And this is 2019. And I was so pissed because he drafted Lamar Jackson, one pick in front of me in like the ninth or the 10th round or some shit. And he would not have drafted Lamar Jackson there. And if he didn't fuck with my team and Lamar Jackson, I would have won that year. Cause I had like Patrick Mahomes and like my team was all stacked except for my super flex uh,
2: QB. Yeah. Super flex. It's a different world, man.
0: Well, where do you, uh, where do you lie on the single QB super flex?
2: You mean in like uh single, like what do you QB? prefer? I single quarterback. I mean, I like super flex. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've just traditionally played single quarterback. Um, I've played super flex before as well, but I just, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm very boring in uh, the way that I like leagues to be set up. And I don't I know. Got, I
1: really got to have
0: super flex. I, I, I yeah. guess, uh, I guess what was different for me compared to a lot of people is the first league that I ever got into was not even super flex. It was two QB and IDP. <laughs> And so, I mean, that was like literally how I started. And it wasn't until I started doing more things and meeting people on social
2: media where like one QB leagues even became a
0: thing for me.
2: Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with super flex or IDP or two quarterbacks or anything. You know, I'm just so used to playing single quarterback. Cause like for the last, six or seven years, like both my main, you know, competitive leagues have been single quarterback. But now that I've gotten, you know, into building this community and everything and talking to more and more people who play fantasy, that's opened my eyes to like, you know, how many different formats there are and, you know, how many different people enjoy different formats as well. So, yeah, um, I definitely need to, uh, start branching out a little bit more. And another thing I've never done is uh Dynasty.
0: Oh, never done Dynasty before? Uh-uh. Yeah, I
2: definitely got to try it. I mean, one of the I things, know. I mean,
0: it it just you're doing it all year. Like that's the most fun yeah. thing about it, you know, exactly. is uh I mean, some people think it's crazy, you know, but the the dynasties that I do, we go we start in uh, February, like literally like a couple days after the Super no, Bowl. Show. And then uh, we're going all the way until June, and they're like fifty-eight round drafts, so uh, they they last like like three look to four weeks. Said. Yeah, here we go. Here, look what you did. You got you got to wait a minute when it when it comes up, then I'll unlock 100%. it for you. What did Ronald say? He said, "To each his own." We all love fantasy. Hundred yep. percent. Yeah, and uh, I'm all about hey, just creating the. Uh, careful, what? dude! My water's right there. Look what he said. Okay, careful! My water's right there. And uh, Superflex Tight End Premium, I like it. I like it. That's probably my favorite style to play in now. And uh, but I create all the the non-conventional leagues. Um, like, if anyone wants to find like a single QB league, like any size, any any size, any. Uh, you know, whatever buy-in, like they will be super easy to find, you sure, know, so. like the, uh, I do the vampire leagues, uh, guillotine leagues. Uh, we're doing that 32 team, uh, league. That's going to be insane. Uh, what else? Um, got the auction style draft. I always try yeah. to do one of those.
2: Yeah. I've never done auction either. Yeah. When he sent me, when he, when we were talking on Twitter and you sent me all the different leagues he had, I was like, I need to think on this because I want to try out so many different <laughs> leagues, but I'm like, I don't know which one I should pick first because Vampire and Guillotine are other ones that I've, I've looked at and heard about like on Reddit and stuff and
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, wherever and I'm like, I don't know. I think uh, Auction is another one that I've I've never done. I remember my brother when I was growing up would always do, he doesn't play Fantasy anymore, but when he did he always played Auction. I'd, I've i never been exposed to it, so I'm like, I don't want to do get into too much at once, especially like this is like my first year where, you know, last season for the channel, we had a mid-season uh, league because so many people asked for it. Uh-huh. And then this year, you know, now that we're preparing and ready and everything, we're going to have like four leagues and uh, everyone competing against each other in like a tournament, essentially. Sweet. And I still have my personal leagues. And then I've got everything going on at the channel. So it's like, I don't want to do too much at once. But then part of me is like, You got to do it, man. That's That's what separates like the real
0: hardcore fantasy analysts from the ones who I feel like they're not even like the real deal, you know, because like, I don't like hearing a fantasy analyst say they only play in like one or two leagues. I'm like, how do you not have a bunch of friends, you know, or a bunch of followers who like want to get in leagues with you, you know? And so, yeah, it went from me playing in like eight leagues, like, let's see, maybe like in 2017, 18, then it turned into like 20 and, like, last year it was, like, at 40-something. And this year it's probably going to be, like, 60-something or 80-something. Yeah. <laughs> but there's guys in, like, the 420 crew who they're, like, literally in, like, over 100 leagues. Jeez. And uh, so it could be done. I You know, it's – Sure, sure. I guess just figuring out how to mix it into your schedule.
2: Sure. That, yeah, that's part of it for me, too, is, like, how to how to get it all worked out in the schedule. That's, that's the main thing, man. Yeah. But
1: and I guess
2: – and Emil said, What's an auction? So,
0: an auction draft. So, um, one person will nominate a player and then everyone just kind of bids on that player. Like, on um, the auction draft that I do, um, we're doing it on sleeper this year for the first year, and our budget is $420. And so, you have $420 to fill your roster.
2: Yeah. Uh, I need to do an auction league. <laughs>
0: It's fun, it's, yeah. It, it, it's just different, you know, like that. That's really what it is it's all about just doing something a little bit different. Yeah, let me
2: know, um, what you have spots available in, and um, maybe I'll just hop into one of each. I mean, like, it's not like it's a buy in or anything, right? So, it's like, what can it hurt? You
0: know? Well, they are all buy-ins. Well, that yeah. doesn't really
2: matter to me either. Then it's like, yeah, hey, you know, there's a chance at winning something, you know, so yeah,
0: I mean, um, I. I know that like a hundred dollars is probably like the threshold to where a lot of people don't want to get to. So, I mean, it's a $54 sure. buy-ins on most of these. Nice. And um, then at least there's a nice, you know, a nice purse for the, uh, for whoever gets first place. And then yeah, um, nice. second, I always get the championship rings like as well. So here's, oh, yeah, like, I heard that on one of the streams. Yeah. Those are dope, the championship dude. rings and uh, yeah. everyone's super excited about them and real nice hardware for you to flex.
2: Yeah. I like those, man. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing, like with making sure your leagues are money leagues is obviously it keeps everyone involved, you know, Yeah. where in most leagues where there's nothing at stake, there's at least a mi- mid season slump at worst, you know,
0: always. Yeah. So I don't really like playing in free leagues. Um, I just yeah. try to avoid them. Now. I mean, over the last couple years, if there was like, oh, you know, all this analysts, you know, we're getting together and you know, we're getting in the league or whatever it always and i mean cuz it was free it you know yeah. just like you said it doesn't matter who it is like there's people just not paying attention or whatever and it always happens
2: and then it's like it's way too easy for someone to build like a super team throughout the season cuz six or eight people aren't using waivers and then two or three yeah. people are really using waivers. So, yeah. And that Honestly, would always be me building those super yeah. teams. I'm like, man, I hate
0: you guys. Like nobody's doing anything. Like why the fuck do we even join this? Yeah. League? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even in the Scott fishbowl, like, I mean, as much as everyone's like super hyped on that, my division, a bunch of people stopped like paying attention, you know, like midway through. And there was a whole bunch of people who got easy ass wins. And I think um, I
2: heard you uh, talk about that on one of your streams yeah i mean
0: it it's a cool tournament but i mean if there was i know that they get donations for charity you know from the the content that they create around it but because there's like zero stakes you
2: know like right yeah i'd never even heard of it uh until like last month because i just started a twitter for the channel and then just following anyone and everybody to do fantasy like i started to see it pop up and i'd never heard about it before so yeah Um, but obviously it's huge and everything so
0: it's all on twitter is what it is and a lot of people just think it's a rite of passage sure sure definitely not though i mean i I think there's just a lot of ass kissing that goes on so i mean people feel like if you don't kiss his ass maybe you won't get in or not but
2: yeah i saw that you can get in next year by like underdog has a tournament now um so i I never seen that before either so
0: i mean really the big tournament is really just to uh promote all the leagues that he has because he oh, okay. he runs safeleagues.com so i mean that that's really what it is it's all just to promote his uh his other endeavors <laughs> pop says can you guys talk about politics or something <laughs> and uh what up math quest he said hustler you should join the catch league and vice versa yeah for sure yeah whenever you get your big uh, tournament going or whatever just let me yeah know. i
2: can send you that well i just need your i'll hit you up on twitter i just need your email so basically i mean it's not it's not a money league but there are prizes um so and i mean last year everyone paid attention and everything so i think it'll be good That's cool. But I think next year we'll get more into, you know, more different styles of leagues and then some money leagues as well. And that's what, like, at least I know a lot of the people in the chat, that's what
0: they want, right? They want to be able to join leagues with us and other people in the chat and stuff like that. And it's got to be guys like us, like putting this all together and spearheading it.
2: Oh, for sure. That's I mean, yeah, it's just hard to find, like, unless you know people, uh, it's just hard to find good competitive leagues too. Yeah. Because, like, before I was doing this, I always wanted to be in more leagues and everything. But it's kind of like we've been talking about it's easy to find free leagues, but then (laughs) you're just playing with like people you have no connection with, people that aren't paying attention. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, gets lame. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Like, this year, I've even thought about it too. Like, I was, uh, I put this whole schedule together of all the content that I was going to be doing. And then I really just started like backtracking and like, Sure. Real realizing I'm going to take away a lot of things and put more effort into like recaps on the leagues and things like that. Because yeah. I mean, that that's really what people want. Like they want to be engaged in everything we're doing. And these leagues, like th- there's a lot of people who say they create the most engaging leagues like around there, but I'm going to actually like live that, and, you know, create content like around a bunch of these leagues weekly.
2: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I kind of did like a similar thing even with like my july and august schedule where i had it all mapped out and then honestly just how interactive the streams get and like mock drafting with my community it's kind of like i would rather focus on that because that's what you're saying is bringing value to um to the community and everything you know Um, once the season starts we'll have more uploads and i'll be doing more like mock draft uploads on top of the streams next month but but you're gonna do the Q and A sessions, I'm assuming. Oh right? yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, that's the most fun thing,
2: anyways. Oh, it, yeah, those get crazy, man. No doubt. Even last year when we had like 300 subscribers, I mean, it's just like those fantasy Q and As get crazy. Very yeah, because
0: there'll be a whole bunch of random people, you know, just jumping in, not even subscribers, and
2: it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's fun though. And then, so yeah, mixing in that, like, you know, the subscribers on YouTube, all the random people on YouTube. And then that group that I told you about where like we're live streaming in there too. And uh, that, that entire group was built off of me, just like putting up um, like posts, question and answer thread week five, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just answering like hundreds and hundreds
2: of posts over like the span of a few days. Yeah. That's kind of uh we just have discord. Mm -hmm. So, and then last season we also had, you know, like the chat on sleeper for the league. Mm -hmm. So we're we're getting there, (laughs) but even those, you know, I mean, you just kind of learn how to like manage more and more as you go, like year by year, it gets easier and easier. At least I would assume, but
0: yeah. Well, I mean, maybe who knows it gets bigger and bigger every year. So, I mean, just by by the logic, it should get a little bit harder, but uh, sure. Yeah, as long as you have the systems down, that's really what it is.
2: Who okay? I think they're looking rough. I went quarterback.
0: I probably should have went quarterback instead of Schultz, but I feel like I, I really got the positional advantage with sure. uh with Schultz there and getting them where I got him. I mean, I would have liked to get Brady right there. I was debating on that, and like guess I'm not the biggest fan of getting Tua right here, but I could have done a lot worse after I don't even know how many QBs have gotten, but a shit ton
2: yeah for me like that cut off with cousins
0: i wanted cousins damn it and yeah. <laughs> had I to double like... up on his qbs right there i thought
2: that cousins would fall to me yeah well with uh with julian going trey lance you had reason to believe too yeah and uh by the way bop I'll, I'll hit you up on uh are you on discord either way um yeah it, i'll just need your email and i'll get you on the list for sure and Spencer
0: said he really likes 95 Chase's team. Let's see. Where's 95 Chase? Oh, it's wait, 18, took Chase yeah. in the first round, so extra point uh, right there. And then Barkley and Dylan and Cooks, Gordon, Davis, Aaron Rodgers, TJ Hawkinson. I hate the TJ Hawkinson
2: pick, but other than that, I like the rest. Yeah, Hawkinson uh, scares me a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't like shoulder injuries, at his position especially, it's Yeah, physical position. Uh, I actually kind of like – a lot of Detroit lions players this year, uh, especially at like their ADPs, but Hawkinson's one that I just think you're looking at boomer bust. Yeah. It could pay off. But for me, like I'd rather draft Ertz or Knox or Goddard Schultz, like any of those guys in that same tier. And if, if not, then I'd rather wait and hit like a Gasecki or Hunter Henry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you. Yeah. He, he just scares me. So for sure.
0: Chase said I'm intrigued to see how Tua is this year. Yeah, me too. Cause he was solid at times. And you know, then there was a lot of times where they didn't let him really uncork it or anything.
2: Yeah, I was uh Tua was like my sleeper last season. Like I was really big on Tua, made some pretty bold claims, and uh, my co-host like let it haunt me all season long. But I I do agree, like I just don't think he's been utilized correctly. Um, and it's a make it or break it year. Don't get me wrong.
0: And Spencer said, Give me Goddard over Hawkins, he said, but he went way before him. So he did in this one, but that's because Ron's in here, you know. But usually Goddard is going after Hawkinson. I mean, in a lot yeah. of these drafts, and I think that's crazy because I would take Goddard, you know,
1: all day oh, over. For sure.
2: Yeah, Ronald's definitely uh, on the Goddard train and is going to go secure him before anyone else can, no doubt.
0: Yeah, and Chase said, I usually don't target Hawk, but he fell later than I expected. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, eighth round of a uh, 16-teamer. Yeah, because he's usually going in like
2: eighth round of these like 12-teamers. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him like all over the place. I mean, there's a point where he was much closer to like the fifth or sixth. I saw him get drafted over Waller in, oh, really? in
0: one of these. I swear it was in one of the best balls. Maybe it was in one of the mocks, but we did a bunch of best ball drafts. And I swear in one of these drafts that we did that he was taken over Waller in one of them.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, and he was like a top five tight end going in the last season, you know. And at the beginning of the season, it looked like that was going to pay off, but I just couldn't stay healthy,
0: you know. I blame so. it on the footballers. Like they hyped him up like way too much.
2: Oh really? I didn't even know that. I mean, I liked him. I liked him last offseason, like at his value and everything, but well, it's because um, it came down to earth. I mean, the value
0: the year before was like crazy high. Sure, sure. Or, sure. I mean, at least where he's ADP wise.
2: I don't know why. For ever reason, for whatever reason, I'm uh I'm kind of scared of Waller. I don't know why. You know, I mean, when he just ha- have his of, crazy like, his crazy injury
0: history where he's because yeah. it was uh, we actually have like um we, we actually have, like, a source of, like, a guy who knows Waller. Um, they've just done business and stuff together. And, like, so we got some actual word on, like, last year that he wasn't just nursing one injury, but he was only had one injury listed on the injury report. And, Interesting. Uh, so we knew, like, really early that it wasn't going to be good for him all year.
2: Yeah, it was – uh I don't know, like week one, right? Like we got the Waller that we wanted against the Ravens. He had like thirty points. He had like ridiculous amount of targets, Um, and then just after that, it was just a really weird season. I felt like, but most of it injury, like you're saying. And a Facebook user
0: said, "Alex, how was your record, and what rank did you end up last season?" Well, I was in a shit ton of leagues. I ended up winning uh, six championships last nice. year. So, really, I guess that's the only number that really matters at the end of yeah. the day.
2: <laughs> I mean, even if you—I mean, how many leagues do you think you played in
0: last season? So, I know there was ma- there was like thirty something that weren't best ball. So, yeah, I, uh, I know I had double digit best balls in there. So, maybe like thirty-two to thirty-five that were redraft and dynasty
2: i mean six championships and about 32 or 32 leagues is not bad at all i had a bad year in fantasy last year man i'm not gonna lie but um i only played in in three leagues last season actually and i was like so i cared so much more about my subscribers teams than my own right (laughs) um so now i'm trying to find that balance you know well
0: and for me the
2: balance is really like
0: having so many teams that you literally have a share of like everybody good that you really really want sure cuz like it's impossible to get everybody you really want spread out on you know two or three teams but sure. then you then you pick and choose a little bit kind of mix and match and all the leagues that i'm in are just crazy fucking competitive i mean the guys who find me to get in these leagues like i said it's the guys who are in like way more leagues than i am three yeah. times the leagues you know that i was in last year with 40 something and yeah, I won two dynasties. So he started nine dynasties last year, made it to four championships, lost two, uh, won two. And those were so hard to win like 19 starters. You have to have a really, really complete team to win. There's no fluky uh, championships in those ones. And I know TJ, who was in here earlier, he won two of those championships last year. So he was super fucking stoked.
2: Yeah, I, I know. Next year we're gonna get Dynasty League set up, which I'm excited for. And start and, like, them
0: early, like don't oh yeah don't yeah.
2: don't be like these guys who like start them in like you know July
0: or August because okay. we're already in redraft season. Like that's what's the fun about Dynasty. Like oh for sure, literally starting right after the Super Bowl, you know, or even so. I I run them two ways. If I if we do the draft before the NFL draft, we have two separate drafts. We have the veteran draft. And then we have a rookie draft after the NFL draft. If we start the dynasty after the NFL draft, then we just have everybody in one draft together. Okay. And then every year after that, then it's rookies.
2: Yeah. I I mean, a lot of people were asking, uh, you know, over at the channel for us to start it this year. Um, I just felt like I wasn't, if I did, it would have been inorganic. You know, like I needed more time to prepare but at the same time, the best way to prepare is probably to just go to do it, right?
0: Well, it is, but you definitely don't wanna. I mean, there's a reason why most dynasty leagues don't last more than two years, and it's because the it, they're not set up properly, they're not set up to be like thinking about like three, four, five years down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot a lot of times, I mean, not even having things set up enough to where you're already wanting to change things before the season starts. Like sure. I'm not saying that would be you, but I've just, I've heard all these horror stories from all oh, sure, these sure. dynasty leagues that like they draft in February. They don't even last until like the beginning of the season, yeah, you know, yeah. like there's already so much drama and that they quit, you know, For before sure. like, it happens. So,
2: yeah. yeah you know. that, I think that's part of it too, is you have to have like the right people to, you know, and we definitely have enough people are right at the channel that, that I trust and everything, but it's like, it's a, it's a larger commitment than, You got to
0: qualify people like, I mean, with a lot of these leagues, I mean, really it's like first come first serve, you pay the money first, you know, you get in, but in dynasty. Yeah. Like I, I I'm not saying I interview people necessarily, but like, I don't just throw out a link and say, join and send the money. Like I got to make sure you're like literally cool with everything that's about to happen. Because even in our drafts, eight hour clocks is what we have in the, in the dynasty. There's some people who they start bitching like the first day of the draft because at least that happened last year, even when I told people eight hours per pick, like, just be ready for it. This is not a redraft league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge adjustment, making it a slow draft versus a fast draft.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, when I did my first underdog slow draft, it's, uh... I don't know, I... I feel like there's kind of an advantage to slow drafts. Like, I feel like towards the, the end of the draft, people stop. I don't know. It depends on who you're drafting. At least on underdog, I feel like people stop paying attention almost. Probably. Yeah. Because really, like, a lot of yeah. these guys,
0: it's really just, like, <laughs> just crack addicts and just, like, got to get this best ball fix in yeah. for today. And even if I only draft the first six rounds, yeah. I'll be good. Yeah. And uh, it, it's funny to me, but – that's like what best ball is like, man, it's just like micro dosing fantasy football. So funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. I saw someone say that on Twitter like last week.
0: That was like the perfect like analogy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Albert says who was team 11. He just left the mock. I don't remember. He may have not meant to. It may have been I uh, I don't know, technical issue or something.
0: I have YouTube
2: up. I'm going to rewind. i about to say I, I could just that. rewind real quick. The sport,
0: the sport is something. Not sure who that is.
2: I don't think I know who that is either. But either way, I mean, I could we could leave it. I mean, we probably have a couple of minutes to see if he.
0: So you can't. Uh, that that's the one thing that sucks is like you can't add someone in uh, okay, after, okay. after the fact. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the things that sleeper needs to be able to change, but who knows how much they work on the on these mock drafts you know compared to all the other features
2: we'll survive with one uh, one auto pick right yeah mhm
0: it happens just people want their people want their fix even here
2: <laughs> get 10 rounds and all right
0: i'm not going to draft the bench or the kickers or defense
2: <laughs> yeah it's crazy i used to like that's really like i mean i used to just be crazy about mock drafting like in the off season like way before the channel, right? Mm -hmm. And it used to almost be that way. It'd be like uh, an evening event where I was like kind of sit down and do like two or three mock drafts. Yeah. And when we started the uh, channel, we actually started a more like podcast format that included like fantasy conversation. And then I just slowly started to see that people did like mock draft videos on YouTube. And I was like, Holy shit, I can do this like all day long. And that's really what turned us into like a primarily a fantasy football channel. Um, So I definitely understand uh, having to get that (laughs) fixed. Yeah, for sure.
0: And people want to watch it too. That's what's cool. You know, I mean, there's people who are not in the mock who will just sit here and watch the mocks with us and just see where guys go. Sure. That's awesome. And then. It's cool having different styles of mock drafts because uh some people play in single QB, some people playing 10 team, 12 team, 14, 16. Sure. We're gonna we're gonna do a 32 team mock draft uh pretty soon. We're probably only gonna do like like four or five rounds or something to see how it like yeah. just kind of shapes out. But uh it's gonna get real ugly real fast. Um yeah. just thinking about whoever has number one, you have to wait 63 picks before it gets back.
2: Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, and it's uh I don't know, it's 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 just such a nice resource, I feel like too, because uh if you try and do too many mocks on like ESPN and Yahoo and this oh, and that, yeah. you just get auto picks, you know, you get people leaving consistently, where doing it this way, you know, with like a community and everything, it yeah. It's just so much more realistic.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we get one auto drafter after 10 rounds, and that's about it. But yeah, if you're in one of those Yahoo mocks, it's like within two or three rounds. I mean, sometimes you have autos who you know start right from the beginning, and that sure. shit is annoying.
2: Yeah. I've uh so I've done a, a 20 team league twice. Okay. One of okay. my primary leagues, he's done um it's usually 14 teams. Um, but we've had two years now where we've done 20 teams. I think this year he wants to get it back down to 14 because last season was pretty rough. But, um, that's insane, right? So I, I have not a 32 team, <laughs> not that close, but 20 teams is, is rough. Hell yeah. I mean, you're scouting out like wide receiver fours and fives in case a wide receiver three gets injured, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, even these, even a the 16 team are like this, you know? I feel like okay. that's where the insanity really starts is when, I mean, 14's not too bad. You know, I yeah. mean, less it's super flex, then it does get a little crazy. Sure, um, but yeah, sixteen teams—that's the cutoff for me. Where it's like, yeah, you're in crazy territory at that point.
2: Sure. I got to think about who I'm gonna draft. You're looking, crispy. Pushing
0: the trade through for Bogey. Bogey, what was the trade? Throw it in the uh, throw it in the chat so I can read it out.
1: Ooh. Yeah, Spencer
0: said thirty-two teams is way too much. I can't deal with that shit. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I'm, I'm really gonna, um, I mean, shit, still collecting the money from everyone, and then I'm gonna try to figure out a day where we could do like just like one minute picks or, um, and try to knock out like a round, just one round, just live, and uh, we'll see. Might be able to. Maybe we can knock out like two rounds if everyone can commit to like one hour at one minute picks.
2: It's worth trying. Oh my gosh, dude. I think running backs are done for the night. Oh, for sure. Gosh. I mean, I don't think there's anyone. I don't think there's anyone I would draft. Yeah. After I got Daryl Williams, I felt
0: like Daryl Williams, like, (laughs) that was like the, uh, was really just like the tear break for a lot of these like handcuff ish guys because he could have his own value over there in the flex. I'll take, I'll take four running backs. Why not? Spencer said, "John, I think you should try to use the YouTube comment feature that Hustler uses. Being able to read everyone's questions on the stream helps the viewer." Yeah, so when I um,
2: the way I have to stream through Streamlabs, it doesn't let me. We did it a long time ago when I was just streaming on like uh, when I was first just streaming on Melon, mm-hmm. but um, I do I do like doing that. I mean, we did it a long time ago, but. I, I agree with you, Spence. I need to get it set up. Well, and yeah, and um
0: just let me know if you want to um what we talked about, you know. Oh, after. for sure.
2: Yeah, I think move, take, making the move away from Mellon might be beneficial. Undoubtedly. Ronald says, Me too. That's very constructive criticism. <laughs> Yeah, we did it a long time ago. If you were to go back and find some of the earlier streams, because even more, it just feels like
0: the you know community is even more a part you know of the the stream and the channel. So I've always, I've always liked that, and I mean, pretty much it was all Q and A's that really helped me build oh, fast. Sure. And um, yeah, most of those people are still around, and uh, so I must have given them good advice at least once or twice. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, like i last season i was so much better at like giving advice for other people's teams than <laughs> than I was like for <laughs> myself.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah it happens sometimes it's uh so for like uh you know hitting 1k i was going back and watching like old streams just trying to find like random clips and one of our like a1 day one subscribers jerry i found uh the moment like his first moment, you know, coming on the channel and everything. And I like clipped it. And, uh, Oh gosh, I don't even remember. It was, he was asking me like out of these three players, who should I start? And it was Dalton Schultz. And then like two really shitty receivers. Like I can't remember who they were. And I was listening to myself. And I was like, if I recommended one of those two receivers, I'm going to hate myself. And then I (laughs) I recommended Dalton Schultz. So I was like, I was happy with
1: that. So yeah, for Um, sure
2: good stuff man i remember
0: one time um it was a wednesday show and uh, uh bogey the other the guy who's on the the other co-host who i have with me is always on he uh, someone asked it was like george kittle or maybe like schultz or kelsey or like something like that i can't even remember who it was and it was on a wednesday and uh and he was like yeah start this guy but he was like it's wednesday so make sure you tap in a little later you know in the week and and he whatever he said he got it wrong and the guy came back talking so much shit like (laughs) the next week after that he was like i told you to come back (laughs) don't take a wednesday answer as the final answer
2: (laughs) yeah let's see bop says i just did this trade in dynasty CMC Mike Williams Mooney and a third for Debo, DK, Claypool, and a fourth. I kind of lean. A, uh, I kind of lean with the first side. Yeah. I but think it also so. it kind of depends on the roster. Like if you don't need a running back, I don't know.
0: I guess the thing that's tough is like if CMC was just like a regular running back. Cause like everybody needs a CMC like, yeah. Um, this is kind of like a trade that I would never do though. I, I, I really, really don't like doing the, like the four players for four players, three players for three players. Cause it's always like you win a little bit here, you lose a little bit here. um, And I guess that's why I usually don't trade like that, but yeah, I would pick the first side over this just in a nutshell
2: and that's who BOP says he got the CMC side. So I like that side more. I'm glad that that's your side. (laughs) Yeah, got the higher draft pick.
0: CMC, to me, is the best player in this trade, even in Dynasty. So I I like to at least have the best player in the trade, you know, of uh, the entire trade. And, yeah, Jeff said, just subscribe to your channel, Hustler. need to check out your videos. We got a bunch, and um, if you're into IDP, you can go check out some rankings there. We're going to be coming out with – me and bogey and me bogey or and spencer we uh, we usually do like some consensus like top 10 of like running backs wide receivers so we got a couple of those that are going to be coming out we did our qbs uh like a week and a half ago or so
2: nice yeah i'll go ahead and throw um i'll link my channel and then i'll link your channel so everyone can have those if they want to check out cool oh gosh I just sent that to everyone
1: yeah that,
2: one's, that one should be mine <laughs> and then uh here i'll link your channel in here too but see also what's cool about Streamyard, you
0: just uh you put it in there once it sends it out to all of them and yeah go.
2: where they guys go if you want to check out either channel i mean go ahead and you know hit the subscribe button for both of us but there you go yeah yep. yeah i like mooney a lot too especially in dynasty
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see what he does with Fields, but I mean, I I know that they're homies. I mean, they talked about how they're playing like Call of Duty and going bowling and shit, you know, doing all this stuff. And like Allen Robinson was kind of just like a pissed off
2: like older brother, you know, so they were like getting to know
0: each other and stuff and hanging out. That
2: chemistry goes a long way. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think they have good chemistry, which at the end of the day is like one of the main things I look for. Um, But also just, I mean, you know, like a hundred is like 10th in the league. Uh, and targets last season. So I think the targets will be there. So full PPR, even half PPR, I like Mooney, um, but uh, dynasty too. I think that connection will be there for at least another year or two. And I think Mooney will probably be there. Who knows yeah. though, with the receiver market, the way it's been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to see just what Chicago does
0: as a whole. Cause I yeah. mean, they're definitely yeah. like in, in a rebuilding stage right here. And, what the hell do they do
2: i and like i think they have a good young offensive core like i mean i think fields is questionable they're gonna be wrong but mooney Komet, and monty i mean but the offensive line is just like not even i I can't name one person on that offensive line so
0: (laughs) and uh bop said mooney was born on the exact same day as me i'm super biased towards him it's in the stars i like it and uh so one thing i mean um i don't know for anybody who hasn't seen stuff on my channel i've had ricky williams on the channel like uh three times up until now and uh um, he's an astrologist and so we go over a a lot a lot of different things involving astrology and we had a little project together where we were kind of correlating like the signs of players versus like top 10 fantasy production and so I might, I might do a little bit of drafting based on like the signs of, uh, of some of these guys.
2: We should, I had a, a coworker who was like super into astrology and uh, it's super cool. You know, like, I don't know to, how to explain any of it, but whenever like he would literally make us like a calendar, like every month of, you know, these are your good days. These are your bad days. And most of the time I would look at the calendar and be like, this is way too accurate than, I, than I'd than i like to admit <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I remember checking out your channel for the first time a while back and just seeing all the different interviews that you've done and it's uh it's definitely cool stuff, man. And Ricky Williams is pretty huge.
0: Yeah, for sure. And last year, who else do we have uh so Adam Rank came on, James Co, Marcus Grant, uh yeah. Schmidty, mm-hmm. I mean, those were kind of like the main, the main guys. I mean, I did a yep. shit ton of uh, interviews with guys like Bob Long, who runs the uh, Fantasy Football Expo. Some of that I can't even like think of it off the top of my head. Troy King, who's like becoming
2: a superstar now. Yeah, yeah. That, I've watched some of the Schmidt one, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it was funny because with him, he like was the only one who got on the stream. Are you getting that echo? Do you hear echo? I'm not hearing it. Let's see. Let's see. We getting an echo now. Okay. So there's some kind of echo coming from yours. I don't know if it's just, I'm talking too loud or not, but, uh, well, Smitty, it was funny. He, um, like he comes on like right before he gets on and he's like, Oh, I got like 30 minutes or like, I got like 25 minutes. And, um, I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I uh, <laughs> just, just felt crazy. Like no one ever, no one gave me a time limit like that. And, I don't yeah know. he's almost just seemed like super annoyed that he was uh, coming on
2: and uh, but then we
0: talked for like an hour and a half and yeah. uh, he keeps talking and talking and it's funny
2: he seems like good people yeah he's cool mr sarcastic what's up uh daniel asked your opinion on best teams to have stacked players for me it's pretty easy it's chargers and Bengals.
0: I mean, if we're gonna throw Tom Brady and Mike Evans, sure. you know, in there, I mean, just really any super high-powered offense. I mean, throw the Rams in there with yep. Stafford and Cup. That's really what you want—just those
2: teams that are going to be scoring the most points in the league. Yeah, uh, the Bucks probably the next team that comes to mind for me. I kind of like the Raiders too because they're pretty affordable. Yeah, I mean, Jacob's, yeah, one of the
0: cheaper ones because uh, Adams. I mean. A lot of times he's going to go in the top five uh, wide receivers, but I've seen him fall out of the top five wide receivers. And then Carr, you're getting him, you know, definitely double-digit QB. I'm a Renfro fan as well. Okay. So how do you think he's going to do with uh, with Adams coming over?
2: I mean, I think he's going to lose targets. Don't get me wrong, obviously. But I think he's going to be kind of like that PPR style, you know, player that he's always been. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be fine. I really do. I I mean, his ceiling, his ceiling's capped. Don't get me wrong, but I I still like him a lot.
0: I wonder if he gets to call any of the plays like last year, because he was like calling, like diagnosing a lot of plays or not diagnosing, but just calling up, writing a lot of the the schemes of the play. And I would assume (laughs) he would make himself the first read, you know, (laughs) if he's the one who's uh, scheming those up, but that's also, you know, no Waller a lot of those times and probably made it easier to do it that way
2: yeah i'm a little bit more worried about waller than i am renfro mm-hmm
0: well yeah you got to get him a lot earlier for sure yeah and jonathan said i think the cardinals are slept on for a cheap stack with how bad their defense is uh, they, well their defense is not bad i mean the defense was like really what kind of got them to the playoffs they kind of fell off i mean when they got a lot of injuries you know jj Watt and a few other guys got injured but yeah, I mean your Marquise Brown, Kyler Murray.
2: I mean, Kyler, you're getting him what as a QB six to eight or something like that, and it depends like who you're drafting. And some people are really high on Kyler, some people let him fall back. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean anywhere between QB four and eight, it just kind of depends. But and then Hopkins obviously is pretty cheap with the suspension. Connors at I would say somewhat of a discount, so definitely a, a more affordable stack, no doubt. And, and I know that uh, Zach Ertz is also ridiculously cheap. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's weird how people forget how good Zach Ertz was. And you know, just two like seasons of like injuries, like people think he's like really bad or something.
2: Yeah, he was like a what, top two or three tight end like two seasons ago. So, yeah, maybe not
0: that high, but and uh, Bogey said Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be uh, upset with having Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson on the same team um, if you're getting Allen Robinson real late. Sure. Which a
2: lot of times you are. I mean, Ertz was literally tied in five last year. Yeah. Just crazy. And then outside Ooh. of 2020, he was a top six tied in every year between 2016 and 2019. So top six are better. You know. But Yep. <laughs>
0: And I guess, I mean, not everyone's, like, doing, like, the things that I've been doing with, like, a lot of the signs and, like, top 10 finishes. And it's, like, uh, Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey, are they're tied with uh, eight top 10 finishes in the last 10 years. Okay. Yeah, those are good stats. And, uh, yeah, Zach Ertz is is a Scorpio. Travis Kelsey is a Libra. And so those are, like, the two signs to have as far as uh, the tight ends go.
2: No kidding. At least the top top ones. I mean, I guess like Trey McBride is there, but I'm not really too worried about it. Dang it. Where do I go here? Yeah. Last two picks I was just like, I don't I don't even know. It's ugly. <laughs> I got good defense, I think. So I mean you went deep you went with the first defense off the board, but no, someone took the bucks uh before me. Oh, that was before you. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. and we were just getting amongst, um, you know, <laughs> amongst the wasteland. So yeah. that's just the
2: only reason. I just I- picked Zach Wilson, like, just because, <laughs> like, no one else. But final round, here we go. Let me see.
0: Let's get it like this and I can see it a little better. Yeah. Or not, because now it's all small. Let's see.
2: We'll survive. mmm Spence says, "I've got an Eckler, Keenan, Mike Williams, and Herbert, and one Best Ball Mania, and two puppies on Underdog." Yeah. Hey, I mean, the uh, the Chargers, uh, what is it? Chargers and
0: Rams in Week uh, Seventeen or something like that. But I know the Chargers have a real nice game in Week Seventeen.
2: Yeah, I've done that quad stack like twice. I think I don't. I think they were both in the puppy though. Uh, Smokey, we can definitely look at teams at the end here, no doubt. I, uh, it's kind of hard to say like who's who's who has the best team, but we can do draft grades,
0: right? I mean, really, it's like who has the best like top five picks, you know,
2: like really, like that's the way I think we could determine it. Sure, sure, we can do that. I don't know, but I, my, I feel like my first five picks weren't bad. They just like, I wasn't getting like, you know, those players that feel like really good value coming to me essentially throughout the whole draft. I, I think the second half of the draft, I got good value, but at the beginning was kind of like, uh, I'll pick this player because I. Well, because we're always
0: doing 12 team mocks, right? Like, so like when we get it have to get a guy like two rounds earlier, then we're like used to getting them, feels like it's not good value. Sure, sure.
2: Spence says I've Eckler is my RB2 behind JT. I'm kind of uh I'm there too. Yeah, I think is my one point two. Yep. I have Eckler at number three, right behind Najee. I like the Najee move. I mean, I was I was pretty high on Najee earlier in the off season. I think I've got him. I mean, I could pull it up. I think I got him at four or five. I think five. Andrew, have a good night. Always appreciate you stopping by. Peace out. Yeah, Naji, he's just
0: one of those guys who I like. So last year, having him in uh, in one of the leagues where um, my 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 sixth and final championship literally gets locked in on that very last touchdown of the game, and like, yep. man, still get goosebumps thinking about it because man, that shit was fucking awesome. Like, oh yeah. Literally the last play of the game, he breaks off that big
2: touchdown, and man, it was that was like that was probably like the biggest play in fantasy last year. <laughs> like, I had so many people like, dude, I lost my championship because of Najee, or I won. I think Ronald actually, I I hate to bring it up, Ronald, but I think he, I think he lost because of that. If I remember correctly, <laughs> that
0: sucks. But, uh, Spencer said Najee's efficiency scares me. Well, the cool thing about fantasy football is efficiency. Doesn't really matter as much as it matters in the NFL because you don't like if they're not efficient. It doesn't mean you get less points. Oh
2: my gosh, just say no kickers. All right, I'll take Boswell. Let's go. Here is another live 2022 fantasy football mock draft in the books. Sixteen teams. Ooh. Ronald, last play, the last game of the regular season when he should have taken the knee. No
0: way. No way. (laughs) Yeah, I was really uh, – yeah, I was so glad that he didn't. I probably would have won even without that uh, touchdown, but I was just like the icing on the cake. We don't want them taking the fucking knee. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Spencer said, I don't see Najee getting as many targets as he did last year if Trubisky is leading the helm. I mean, he might not get as many, but one thing we got to remember is that's the Pittsburgh offense is not the Big Ben, you know, offense. That's just the offense that they like to run because the short run game or the short pass game is literally the 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 extension of their run game.
2: Yeah, I, I like knowledge. I mean, people also make the argument the offensive line is bad, but I just think uh, I think Pittsburgh is also one of these teams that's going to run the ball consistently for sure so they're they're
0: grind ground and pound and okay. uh and defense always
2: oh yeah yeah all right you want to go by the first five picks
0: yeah now maybe if you i mean because we don't have to go over all the teams i mean a bunch are like on auto so who, sure, I mean, sure. a few of them so yeah well, let's, let us know uh yeah, let us know if you want if you want us to go over your team. How about that? That's the way okay. I like to do it. And whoever's okay. here paying attention. Sure, you know, sure. So why don't we
2: go over your team first? And uh, so I kind of have been messing, you know, the, like this strategy in a 12 and a 10 man league works really well for me where I, I go running back receiver, running back receiver, running back receiver. Then I kind of just keep an eye on quarterback and tight end and kind of let a quarterback and tight end that i'm comfortable with fall to me and i was like i don't think this is going to work well in a 16 team draft i'm gonna try it anyways and i i feel like all things considered it worked pretty well i ended up going with two quarterbacks um and two tight ends just because i felt like they were better value at that point in the draft but looking at the first couple of rounds like i said like i like chubb and hill (laughs) and i thought gibson was good value i i I think Metcalf was a really good value where I got him. I'm pretty high on Metcalf if, uh, for context as well. And then uh, when Edmonds was picked, it was just like I wanted like a Cook or Algier or Gordon there, um, even a Penny, but they're all long gone. So um, I
0: just and throw kinda... your throw your uh, sorry to cut you off. Throw your sleeper names in, guys, um, just in case oh, sure, sure. we don't know who everyone is. Um, I'm sure we'll know most, but just throw them in just in case. And sure. we'll I'll just go in the order of whoever raised their hands first.
2: So Edmonds, I'm like full PPR. I think he could have some value. I think, I think he'll be utilized within that offense. So it was an RB three. I'm like, okay, there's no one else really. I, I almost went Damian Pierce, but whatever. uh And I actually really like Devonta Smith where I got him. So I felt like I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I'm not really crazy on Gibson or Edmonds, but I felt like they were the best available players. You know, right. Um, but I'd be happy with these receivers, no doubt. Yeah, I mean at the 315, I mean, <laughs>
0: 29th RB, you know, off the board. I mean, there really is no getting value, you sure. know, like
2: you're just you're just getting everyone. Sure. So yeah, I I don't hate this team. For a 16 team league, like I, I would be fine with this team.
0: Yeah. All uh, right, let's see. Do you know Smoky the Cat Cat?
2: Um his oh, he, uh sleeper name. Uh, yeah, he's Steelers 8519. Smokey what what we do tonight, man. Uh Brady at quarterback. I mean, good value in the seventh. Yeah. Fearmouth. I don't mind Fearmouth. Um, I I don't know. I've been high on Fearmouth for a while. Like when he started catching preseason touchdowns from Big Ben, uh, i I've been on the Fearmouth train for a while. So obviously it changes, but at nine point six, like I think you could argue Gasecki here, but um, I, i'm fine with that as you're tied in one at the end of the day um eckler zeke jones foreman chuba definitely got some carolina uh handcuff action going on there but yeah i mean almost no like PMC. yeah it's like <laughs> it's like almost like you're wishing someone gets hurt this season uh but i mean really relying on eckler and uh, Elliott elliot here which i think can get you through and then kind of You'd probably be playing waivers with this team a little bit for running back, but isn't everybody right? Um, yeah. But good value receiver throughout the draft. DJ Moore, Cooper, Godwin, Juju, Galladay in the 10th, Pringle in the 13th, Prader is a kicker, and the Broncos defense. I mean, all I, would have to see how,
0: I would have to see how some of the teams shape out who went like RB heavy, like in the beginning, but I feel like. The teams that have like three like running backs inside the top 30 or 32, those are gonna be the teams that are gonna look a little nicer to me. Yeah.
2: All right, let's see. Already lost track. Who is next? All right, Slade. What is uh Slade is just Slade. Yeah, Slade (laughs) 01. Oh,
0: who uh (laughs) who said uh they hated the one for the 14 spot uh there and uh, we got Uh, Kelsey though I mean that that's the big position the biggest positional advantage that you can get in this style of league is Kelsey yeah yeah
2: I mean yeah Kelsey at tight end uh Kelsey uh, you know at 1.14 as well and still landed Tanya at 11.14 I mean that's that's a good scenario no doubt I mean obviously giant positional advantage with Kelsey and then Tanya's got some nice upside if he can stay healthy with Adams gone. So uh then Lamar and Jameis at quarterback is also interesting because, yeah, I mean, you've got obviously all the upside in the world with Jackson, but Winston, I, I think, has so many weapons this year. I, I don't know. I'm kind of a Winston believer this season. If he can yeah, get his shit together.
0: yeah and i mean it looked like last year you know i mean we can't fault him for the injury you know and uh, he looked pretty solid you know i mean he had a he had like one shit game you know in there and then a couple like not bad games for the nfl they just weren't like great for fantasy and then he had a couple really good fantasy games like mixed in also so we kind of got like all levels of it but yeah (laughs) we we didn't see a crazy pick six winston i mean that was for sure
1: Uh, i mean it's like
2: you know he threw you know 5100 passing yards uh two seasons ago and 33 touchdowns. So I mean obviously he threw 30 interceptions as well, but I don't know. I, I just feel like he could have a, a decent year. Where where his ADP is, I don't mind him at all. You know? Yeah. Um with this, I really feel like
0: cause I don't necessarily like the running backs or the wide receivers, just the way that it kind of shaped out. I feel like I like what you did where you kind of like interchanged. So it's not like you took a big hit on one or the other. You kind of just kept going back and forth in right. this 16 team like style it's probably even more important to kind of build like well rounded versus like going heavy on one. Sure. Um because yeah I feel like if you would have got Aaron Jones, you know, right there and then like instead of hunt or um, or Corduroy Pimpin right there, Patterson get getting a wide receiver, you know, there, maybe his team looks a little bit better. But uh, Hunt and Patterson as your one and two, I just get nervous at that coming out of the gate. But there's not gonna be there's, I'm sure there's going to be some uh, some some rocky um, RB combos, though, for sure. Sure, sure. All right, let's see. Who is after Slade? Uh, who's Jonathan in here?
2: Uh, J-Dubs, 1.1. 1. 1. There we go. Let's see. Love Hurts in the seventh round. Yep. Good with Kittle. I mean, I always kind of like a second tight end behind Kittle just because the injury history, but at the same time, I always say like if Kittle's on your team and he's, you know, in line to play, like you're not starting anyone over him unless you went like Kelsey and Kittle and did something crazy or Andrews and Kittle, you know, and he um, did get,
0: he did get Brevin Jordan later, but right, I saw, that. I mean,
2: who yeah. you know,
0: that's just a darkness. Dark, and who knows how reliable that would be.
2: Right, right. That's why, like, I was almost, I almost consider this like a, a one tight end team, even though you drafted two. But for sure, uh, I like the start of this draft a, a whole lot. Don't get me wrong. I mean, CMC Acres, Hall, Kittle, Amon-Ra, Gage, Hurts, and then even a, a. I mean, I think Tony's kind of a dart throw. I don't know how you feel about him, but I, I still think he's good value there. Then Sky Moore, another good value, and then uh, TDP and uh, Zamir White are both guys who like could be a waste of a draft pick or it could be really valuable in their own regard. So I, I like this team a lot,
1: actually.
0: So Kadarius Tony is a danger to himself. Sure. If, you, if you remember last year, <laughs> remember when, like he fell or like threw himself on the yeah. ground, like pretty much
2: gives himself a concussion or something.
0: Yeah, Dude, down I, was, older, I don't know what it was.
2: I will say as a wide receiver three, I'm not crazy about that. You know, like I'd rather go like, even MBS or Gallup, like even if Gallup's going to miss time, like guys who, I don't know, feel a little bit more solidified in their offense where like you're saying, Tony, it's kind of like, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, I really um, feel like
0: instead of Brees Hall or Cam Akers, whichever one he didn't like more, he should have went with one of those wide receivers there. Like yeah. Allen, AJ Brown, Higgins, you know, more. I mean, just any one of those guys. Cause I feel like that just his wide receivers took a hit. You know, Very right there. I mean, Amon Ra. I mean, we expect big things, but not everyone's going to be injured, you know, the entire season. So he's not going to get that crazy amount of volume for the
2: entire season. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Like if, I mean, going, let's say Keenan Allen or A.J. Brown over Acres, right, and still landing Hall, and then instead of, instead of going Tony going with Robinson or McKissick or, I don't know, someone like that, I'd, I'd probably like this team more. I, I can agree with that. Sure thing. It's just these
0: little things. Like, that's all it is. Like, one little, a different player here, different player there. It's, like, totally different makeup of a team. Sure. Let's see. Who is after uh, Jonathan? Ron. Where's Ron's team? There it is.
2: Ronald. What we got, my dude. This is a very uh, Ronald start to a team. (laughs) Uh, Gets his guy Josh Allen at three point nine. I don't. I don't hate. I mean, actually, in a sixteen team draft, that's pretty good value for Allen. Um, went out and got your guy Goddard. I like that too. Mixon and Williams, uh, Walker, Robinson, Gainwell. I mean, for a sixteen team draft, I don't mind these uh, running backs. But receiver takes a little bit of a hit, obviously. But Ronald doesn't draft receivers early. You know, he's looking for those those late round value guys or those guys that could break out. Yeah in the later rounds as well. So um that's the shaky, that's the shaky part of
0: this whole team, and I know that's by makeup. Sure, sure. Um, probably got Goddard a little earlier than he had to, but I know you gotta get Goddard. The thing that I don't like is um it's the Burks, Woods, and Pickens, you know, to back up Cortland Sutton. I mean, just it should have been a different trio because I mean Burks and I mean Pickens, who knows how much he even does. I mean, it's even coming out that he might not have too much of a role you know, um, the entire year, let alone right away. And then if Woods, if he starts on the pup or anything like that, you know, I know you got Burks and Woods and hopefully one of those guys like booms, but still a world that we live in where the rookie, even if Woods isn't there, doesn't get off to like a super hot start. So it's not that I don't like all those guys. I guess I would have rather had a different trio combination than all of those guys. Fair. All right, let's see. That was after run?
2: Chase. Chase. 95 chase. Uh A-Rod, A Rod at quarterback. Uh, a Rod is good value in the seventh.
0: He went kind of at the end of that like big run out of everyone. So yeah. got him after everybody.
2: I Hawkinson like that uh, at tight end, we talked about during the draft, and then Backed him up with Albert O. Does that make you feel any better about that Hawkinson selection?
0: Not really, because Russell Wilson's never really been a guy who's like, you know, gone crazy for the tight end, minus like that one Jimmy Graham year where he, he didn't have good stats, but he did have double digit touchdowns. And who knows if Albert O is that guy, anyways, who would like you know, is, is he Julian Thomas, you know, with like Peyton Manning? That's like the last real good combo that I can think from Denver. And sure Rush just doesn't seem like the guy who peppers the tight end all that much. So I really don't like that combo. I'd much rather would have just had Albert O um, and, and had someone different besides Hawkins in there.
2: Yeah. And I mean, there's even reports coming out because the Broncos, I don't know if they drafted one tight end or two, but there's reports that one of those guys might start. Dol- Dolchich.
0: Yeah. So we'll they said see. That he's just a natural, he's a natural receiver. And
2: like, he has Albert O like fully beat on as far as like, who's a better receiver. But outside of that, I, I like this team. I mean, Chase, Cooks, Gabe, Davis, Gallup, Myers, Odell is a dart throw at the end. Barkley, Dylan, Gordon, Haskins is a dart throw. Who some people have a theory that he's going to replace uh, Derrick Henry. But um, I think the start to this draft was really good. I, I mean, I, I like this team. I think it's pretty even par. Yeah, for sure. Um
0: yeah, Melvin Gordon. I mean, it seems crazy to see him being taken in the fifth, but, I mean, we're, we're already amongst, like, the 30 RBs, you know, mid-30 RBs at that point. So, sure. yeah, I, I like the way that he did it, not just, like, neglecting any one position. And then he even said it there, almost waited on QB and tight end, could have considered that. Sure. I mean, that's what makes this team better is waiting on the QB and the tight end because he got a lot of good skill positions in there. 100%. Uh, let's see who's after Chase. Let's see.
2: Oh, Mike. Ooh, Mike!
0: There we go. The five spot. Oh,
2: I like. I, I was waiting on this team. Uh, I just like the the aggressiveness of running back. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: really aggressive right there. Four in a row. After getting Mike. Jefferson, though, so I do like that going the hero oh. wide receiver strategy.
2: Yeah. And it's like, if, I mean, if you got J.J. or Cup or even Chase, really anyone who win the first at receiver, like you can take a breather, but I would say I'm the most confident in Jefferson or Cup. It's really, yeah. really close for those two guys for me. But uh, Etn Mitchell, Pollard, Carter, like obviously you've got like some committee scare in here, some theoretical handcuffs as well, but a lot of upside with all four of those guys, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, because at least Pollard and Carter, they should – I mean, they're not handcuffs. I mean, I I feel like those are like, you know, kind of flex guys with upside. You know, your RB3s who maybe you get them in there, you know, randomly. But, yeah, they're definitely better than like the handcuff guys. Like it's not like you got Alexander Madison or something. You know, right? So I do like that. I mean, it's obviously the wide receivers that – outside of Jefferson, but hopefully he just makes up for it. I mean, that's why you go hero wide receiver. Right, right. Yeah. Lockett, more Claypool. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous about all of those guys, nervous about Sammy Watkins, but can't be mad at the value of where he got it. It would just, um, that'd be your shaky spot that you'd literally be trying to fix like every week. 100%. Let's see.
2: And then uh, Emil is next. Emil got Kyler, quarterback. Waller and Gasecki, Cook for net. Madison, so you get the handcuffs. Sony Michelle is a dart throw. Mike Williams, Renfro, Boyd, Osborne, A.J. Green, Matt Gay, Saints defense, and Ryan Tannehill. Actually, I mean, I don't really dislike. I mean, full PPR, right, for Renfro and Boyd, and even Osborne. I actually it's kind of like an average
0: team. Like, I mean, for what I feel like, it's not super top-heavy, but it's not like, you know, it's like just a solid C. It's like right in the middle. It's like real good,
2: but
1: just not. It's just like, I head feel head.
2: like there's a, a player at each position to get you through. And then like sure. a second a second player at each position to kind of, ha- you know, help out that first player as well. For sure. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like this team. But uh, obviously for all these teams towards the end, it starts to get a little ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why. I mean, really it's those
0: top like, once we get to the qbs you know and like the yeah, yeah, yeah. seventh round and then you know we start getting in all the backups and everything sure uh let's see who is uh what's julian's uh, uh oh right there Got right be. in the middle i was like there where is go. it right next to emil at the right.
2: eighth spot literally right in the middle <laughs> trey lance and cousins Kind of a nice combo because yeah, I'm
0: pissed that he got cousins. Um, because uh, I really wanted him to fall to me and I really thought he was. I was like, all everyone's right, everyone's got their QBs now. Maybe cousins will just slide all the way to me. And then, of course, he does the smart thing and uh, yeah. gets another QB just in case you know, yeah. Lance isn't the guy week one.
2: Yeah, and uh, Trey Lance is a quarterback who I don't mind going out and targeting, but I want someone solidified with him, so I like that combination a lot. For sure, Cup, Evans, Hollywood Brown, Bateman, mbs and Alec Pierce. I feel like that's really good value at receiver throughout the whole draft. And then running back is is hurting because of that. It's
0: like his trade capital right there,
2: because one of those four
0: receivers you you would like must trade for a running back like right away.
2: (laughs) Because you've basically got two committees with Dobbins and Stevenson, like. And Dobbins might not be –
0: I mean, he's on the pup right now, and I know he still can be activated off of that, but all we know right now is he's on the pup, you know? And so if I'm drafting right now, I'm totally, like, trying to avoid him. But, you know, he got him crazy. I mean, you got Gibson at, like, 29, so it's 28, 27, 26. RB25, you know, I mean, that's – we just see it in the third round. We think it's crazy early, but RB25, not bad value. Sure, sure, sure. I would have much rather had A.J. Dillon, who was like the next RB who went, but
2: to each his own, they're all in the
0: same tier for me.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I'm way hard, higher on Dillon than Dobbins, but Irv Smith, a nice dart throw at tight end, as is Logan Thomas. So um, like we said, running back's lacking on this team, but decent value tight end, And then receiver is obviously where your upside and, and or trade values at. So for sure.
0: I like the stack of Marquise Brown and uh, and Bateman, um, sure. really just because Brown's going late a lot later than he was going in the past, and uh, maybe there will be some resurgence with Kyler and um, Bateman is like one of those guys who Matt Harmon oh that was another big guy who was on the show last year was Matt Harmon um, all of his reception perception just shows Bateman is one of those guys who's. One of one of the above average. I mean, getting close to uh, you know, one of the elite route runners and like separation. So curious to see what he could do. He got hurt last year at the beginning of the preseason. That was kind of lame.
2: Yeah, that was like a, a player last season that I was super into. Like go out and draft him, put him on your IR right away, and then pick up your kicker, you know, like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: And uh, so, Tim, here goes Tim's squad, my world. So, let's
2: see. Stafford and Goff, interesting uh, combo just because of the history uh teams. But uh, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Hooper, I, I'm not really crazy about Hooper. Like, we I mean, basically ignored tight end until the 12th. I mean, yeah. in the 12th round, 16-team draft, it's good value. Don't get me wrong. But... Uh, you'd probably be looking for someone to emerge on the waiver more than likely. I don't know how you feel about that, but
0: yeah, I mean, he's Austin Hooper is one of those. I mean, if I'm kicking the tight end can down the street and like, I kick it as far as I can and I can't kick it anymore. Austin sure. Hooper is like one of those guys, maybe take a dart throw. Cause he's like yeah. the only tight end there now. Well, I mean, not the only tight end, but they didn't bring him over there for no reason. And Woods might not play right away. And Burks, you know, he's a rookie. So who knows? Sure,
2: Sure. He's been bad since he's um, been out of Atlanta, anyways. So we'll yeah. see what happens. I like the receivers on this team: Allen, Thielen, Ayuk, Parker, Crowder. Uh, I mean, five receivers, good value throughout the draft. Mm-hmm. Jt and Monty, I think you're fine there, just because Jt is one of those two backs. Um, Sanders, like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Sanders believer personally.
0: I mean, got him so late. I mean, that's really yes. the only thing. I mean, you got him after, let me see, 29, 30, 31, 32. RB 33, I mean, you know, crazy that it's in the fourth round, but RB 33, I mean, drafting him after all 32, you know, starter. Well, I mean, not all 32 starters, but you're that's in 30. that range already, backup
2: range. And, and about to hit the turn, like, probably was thinking running back is going to be – estimated by the time i pick again at 6.15 so all things considered it's not a bad pick but i'm just not a sanders believer really mac and williams why not but uh I, I don't dislike this team i think it's a pretty good team i'd just be worried about tight end
0: yeah i mean pretty solid and seeing like i was saying about j-dub you know getting a wide receiver there instead of like another running back i mean obviously i'd rather have Brees hall over miles sanders so i mean that's not even like a real like fair comparison but sure this team, I mean, I like it just a little bit more, you know, than the first team because of that, having Allen and then, you know, still having some other competent wide receivers and hurts in a, in a league where, I mean, it's just like super default scoring. I mean, I'd rather have hurts like over Stafford slightly, but. sure, clear. sure, sure. And AJ, what up, bro? He says, shout out to the hustler for being a real one and showing me the ropes to the fantasy content world. Hell yeah, dude. We need more people coming up what up AJ I think uh, we hit everyone I, I think so we well, guys can uh, tear my team apart um I, I kind of felt like I like I had to pick Connor there in the uh-huh. second round and then uh, but I did like the Higgins Robinson stack and then Lazard feels crazy getting him in the sixth round I mean it seems so damn early and then I felt like I got great value on Schultz um that's why I, I feel like that's one of the better picks not super uh you know ecstatic about the Tua and mac jones but uh there could be worse combos to have out there
2: i um i think you got really good receiver value like towards the end of the draft like anderson jones and cobb could all play respective role in their offenses uh in terms of quarterback i don't hate where it ended up going like obviously if you land cousins in the eighth round I like it a lot more just because we know what to expect
1: mm-hmm. and I mean
2: top 12 quarterback last season right uh I don't hate Mac Jones though like I'm a, I'm a Jones truther so um I like the running back room and then a lot of nice upside between Higgins and Robinson then I mean lazar's going to play a good role and could be a wide receiver one so um and then Schultz like you said he kind of like got the last player in that tier right that kind of like top five to six-ish tier at tight end. Mm-hmm. So um good positional value there as well. And I mean I love James Conner. I love Najee Harris. So I like the running back room naturally. And uh singletary and Williams are good picks too. So yeah. Bill's defense too. I mean he, I think he got upside at defense, uh, taking the second defense off the board, not the first, but close enough.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm usually not picking uh defense. I mean really high. I mean there's usually no reason to in a 16 team It might be worth it to be a little bit of ahead of the curve um as far as like drafting your defenses versus being in the second half of uh all those defenses i don't think that would be too fun that's fair 100 percent and uh jonathan said in this format i'm more comfortable going tight end late looking at the board yeah let me uh, get it to where we can see the whole board yeah because i mean really you know you get the first three tight ends off the board and then then it just really falls. I mean, Kittle at the end of the fourth, Waller in the fifth, Goddard in the sixth, and then we got Knox, Ertz, and Schultz in the seventh, and then Hawkinson. Yeah. I mean, really, a lot of people just waited until double-digit rounds and got, I'm going to say, decent-ish tight ends. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> all tight ends really suck after the first couple
2: anyways. Or they're at least such touchdown dependent, you know. For sure. Yeah. Which, it gets like, ugly. You know, I, I can live with touchdown dependent guys like Henry or Knox. Um, Gasecki really like almost too PPR dependent. He's like the <laughs> like if he doesn't make the most of his targets, he just has an awful game. You know, but right. he gets the targets. It's like he's he's an interesting player too. So, yeah. All right, well, that should wrap it up. I think. Yeah, We've been uh, it's almost been two hours. So definitely took a little bit longer to uh, get that wrapped up but it's those minute uh it's those minute picks, man i'm telling you that's right <laughs> but uh appreciate everyone coming out tonight i mean first collab we've ever done on my channel obviously you're collabing like every day but uh definitely a blast uh and just cool to see both communities come together no doubt man Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm down to uh, get more
0: of these going. I know you're doing mocks all the time, I'm doing mocks all the time, so yeah, definitely don't mind uh, combining forces. You know, um, I mean, we still got, I mean, pretty much, I mean, what like six weeks or so, you know, so we should be able to do this a couple more times before the uh, before we get to the season, then for sure, maybe even during the season, we'll figure out something as well. Yeah,
2: we we definitely should. Then, yeah, I got to get you in the uh, on the catch family roster as well. Yeah, vice versa. I got to join one or two year leagues and uh expand my horizons. So, yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be some fun drafts all around. I'm excited for sure. So, everyone who swung by tonight, man, everyone on both channels, appreciate you guys. Uh, we've got uh, both you know, my link uh, in the description down below and Hustler's link down there as well. So, check out both channels. I'll make sure you guys, if you're not subscribed to one or the other, that you guys go do that. And,
0: oh wait, did uh, we not go over Derek's team? Oh, no,
2: we got to hit Derek. Is it this one? It should be, uh, oh, wait, hold see. on, hold on, uh, D- 1.13. There we go. Burrow um, and Fields, Knox and Higby, good quarterback room, good tight end room, Diggs, Thomas, Hardman, Williams, Washington, Mechie. I think uh that may have been an auto pick there at the end. But um Joan CH Penny a little thin at running back, but yeah, I don't know, I feel like instead of going CH here, I would have gone receiver. Um and then maybe taking a dart throw over like Williams. I, I think I know Washington's one of your like late round guys, so I'm good at that, but
0: uh, that's one of the tough things here. I mean, with these 16 teamers, it's like you really got to figure out like, what am I getting value on, on this pick? Am I overpaying for this running back or am I getting better value on the wide receiver? You know, yeah. because you really got to get best player available. Um, not think about the positional scarcity because in a 16 team, like everything is going to be scarce. It's like whichever one goes quicker is going to be more scarce, but you can't let that influence like the value of players. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't hate, I don't hate this team. It's the penny, I mean, it's Thomas. I mean, that's you know, as the number two, I mean, I much rather would have had like Gabe Davis, Devonta Smith, um Elijah Moore, you know. I mean, guys who went early in the next round
2: after that. Sure, sure. And uh Derek's saying that the MT was an auto pick, but okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. That makes sense. I think or no, I stopped after Hardman, everything else was auto-picked. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I hate that team. <laughs> It happens. it happens
0: bro that's why we mock it happens <laughs> all right well sweet and then um so for everyone who's in the best ball uh tournament we got a recap coming tomorrow and then we got mock draft monday coming with spencer the guru tomorrow as well and then we got uh the last and final recap for um all the best ball divisions happening uh this tuesday um, along with uh, the wake and bake session and yeah we got
2: a bunch of live streams coming
0: at you real soon
2: Let's go. Yeah, I think oh, tomorrow right. night we're doing an eight-team mock draft requested by our boy, Senior Cinnabon. So all I'll right. get that link out to you guys on Discord as well. So, All right, that'll wrap it up. Uh, appreciate everyone. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Check out uh, all the links in the description down below on my end and on the Hustler's end. And uh, appreciate you having me, bro. It was a good time. Hell, hell yeah, this was
0: yeah, fun. We know. definitely got to do this more often. Sure. all about the collab 100% all right peace out everybody um it's my my tradition at the end of the stream we got to finish it off with a dance old school style yeah.